2: But we're not at Friday yet. We're at that placeholder we call Thursday. Good morning and welcome. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories, border war in Texas. Yeah, not Ukraine. Texas, border war, Texas versus the U.S. We'll dig into that in a little bit. Also, what is wrong with... With the United Auto Workers, <laughs> they're endorsing Joe Biden, the very guy who's at the lead of destroying their entire industry and putting the auto workers out of work. Remember, United Auto Workers, that's yep. what they do. They work. They worked yep. Building autos. But they won't be building autos because most of them will be built in China, at the very least, a vast majority of the components. So the industry, as we know it now, is going to die, especially if Joe Biden is allowed another four-year term, or any Democrat, for that matter. Yeah, the United Auto Workers' President, Sean Fain, announced his endorsement of President Joe Biden on Wednesday against former President Donald Trump, though he admitted that working-class people are hurting. Pal, you think... Mm. You think hurting class people are feeling pain now? What about the specific people that you are supposed to represent? The people in the automobile industry? Look, you had dealers. Here's another story that really didn't get told, I don't think, effectively. More than 3,000 auto dealers signed a letter opposing Biden's electric vehicle mandate. Mm -hmm. These are the people on the ground that know what the market is, what people want to purchase, what they're looking for. The electric vehicles are dying on the vine. Yeah, They're sitting on lots. Dealerships are forced to take a certain allotment. Prices drop. People don't want the possible headaches associated with them, like charging stations. Yeah. And here's another reason... Why? An auto worker union should not be endorsing Joe Biden. He's doing everything he can to destroy it. He's allowed China to corner the market on EVs. And that's not good enough. He wants to corner the market. I'm sorry. Allow China to corner the market of charging stations here. What? In the U.S.? Yes. Oh, come on. Well, listen. Listen. Money that was earmarked for charging stations to to get that money, yeah, you it'd have to be spent on American products, right? And even these charging stations. Well, the Department of Transportation, you know, Pete Buttigieg mm-hmm. under President Biden, uh, put waivers in so it doesn't have to be American, uh, yes. and they know who will jump in right away and who who can handle that on a mass level, that's the Chinese. So once again, remember I told you that they had uh, a couple of billion dollars set aside. Maybe it was even eight. Eight billion dollars right. set aside. That Congress already approved to build charging stations. And they haven't built one yet. And now we know why. Oh my! Goodness. Because the way that money was earmarked and set aside, it required for American entrepreneurship, American companies to bid on and Americans to put in and produce these charging stations. But they granted a waiver so that they don't have to be American anymore. They did that specifically to help the Chinese and not once some of the contracts were out, not where some American companies began the process. No, they specifically held back this money until they could make it so that the Chinese could not just play the game because, you know, they don't play the game. You play a low-bid game with the Chinese, and they're going to underbid you every single time. That's what they do, even if they take a loss. President Biden vetoed a bipartisan resolution Wednesday that would have reversed that waiver, would have reversed his administration's. Decision to waive Buy America requirements for taxpayer funded electric vehicle charging stations. Here's another just quick thing. By the way, I don't remember the government building, being in the gas station building business. Not so much, no. Not that I recall, All companies I, I, did that. I, I, well, it, and, yeah, and individual entrepreneurs sure. said, "Hey, I'll sell uh, your gas at my station. People yeah. will come in, and then maybe I'll also have a repair shop on the side." Or the the norm now is I'll have a convenience store and sell them a bag of chips and a pop while they're here, and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. No, no, not the, but not the charging station thing. No, no, no that's going to be that's going to be government funded. It's already funded. They haven't unleashed the funds because they wanted they wanted to work the game so they could help their Chinese friends. It's that blatant and that obvious. If enacted, this resolution would harm, just as Joe Biden talking, would harm my administration's efforts to encourage investment in critical industries and bring high-quality jobs back to the United States. How can making this... American only how can, how can making that be any more than bringing jobs back to the United States and waiving the American requirement is doing nothing but allow foreign investment to take over and you know it's going to be the Chinese have already cornered this market it, it, this is so frustrating but Biden can get away with just turning it upside down and saying a complete lie oh I'm against this resolution and it was Marco Rubio uh, that authored it, but it's it's got bipartisan support because people represent districts that benefit from the automobile industry and could benefit from winning contracts to build these charging stations all over the nation. The whole idea was the money was set aside. This will be an investment in America. That's even what? Joe Biden's own words. This is, you know, post-COVID mm-hmm. reinvestment, all that. Oh, yeah. He's such a lion sack of garbage. His administration is. They're evildoers. And here they are. And they're going to get away with it. He vetoed a bipartisan bill. Buy American. Put America first. If you care about America at all, you're going to go way out of your way to make sure you vote. And tell all your friends the kind of things that this administration really does do, because the mainstream media will no. never tell you about no. this. No. The UAW president oh. endorsing Joe Biden—the actual destructor—that's of their entire industry. That's disgusting. Six sixteen on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Border war with Texas coming up on News Talk ninety-seven point three. The Sky.
1: The story of Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky.
2: Way too much info to get to this morning. I can already tell you that. Even this early. It is 6.22 on the Bob Rose Show. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer... Is always, yes. Could do Greg, a five-hour show. Greg Cassidy in the uh, in the studio. Five hours. Yeah, if you got oh, all, no. all that extra information. No, uh, talk Now, talk to my union rep. Okay. No oh, suddenly what? You're in the UAW, too? Uh, yep. pff, I could represent him a lot better than the current leadership where the UAW president actually... Ha- it, 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 the foolishness. No. I, I have no idea how he can possibly talk to his membership and say it's good to endorse Joe Biden uh, for president mm-hmm. in the way he is, well, single-handedly, and I, when I say that, I mean the shadow government and his administration, destroying the automobile industry. We'll get, we'll get back to that. I already kind of unleashed on that. Yeah, you gave, did. Some, gave some folks mm-hmm. something to chew on there. Uh, Any time uh, that you think you may have missed something, and I can tell you, it, we've always got great stuff lined up for you. So make sure that you download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Okay, and you can also just click the 973 dot slash follow, and you can check out podcasts or anything uh, that you may have missed. It is six twenty three. Thank you for tuning in and supporting what we do. We appreciate it. Showdown at the border. Ooh, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. He is. Uh, he is asserting. Texas constitutional right to defend and protect itself as it relates to the ongoing border crisis gripping the state. His analysis comes in a statement issued on Wednesday while state and federal authorities square off over granting federal agents access to Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, Texas. Governor Abbott ordered state authorities to seize the park in early January. The statement faults President Biden for refusing to enforce immigration laws in the state. Can you imagine using the power of the federal government to break border laws, basically? Mm-hmm. To use, to use really, American force against American force. Yeah. Joe Biden is willing to fight a civil war over his fight to have open borders. How do
3: you fight a civil war, internally, for another country?
2: Or countries, Uh, or people. Well, if if you want, I'll give you the long-term picture, but I'm not going to go ahead and lay it all out. I'll just tell you this. The Posse Comitatus Act protects American citizens from being attacked by our own military. Right. If you're paying any attention at all to what is happening around the globe, and it has been, you know, changing and morphing through the years, it... They won't have to violate the Posse Comitatus Act. I am telling you, they will slowly but surely erode our sovereignty. Open borders is one mechanism to do that. The other one will be to hand over our sovereignty to the likes of the United Nations folks. So you'd have U.N. blue helmets coming in and maybe uh, fighting against American citizens on our homeland. That's not really a stretch when you think about it. It was just recently the WHO, well, I mean, they still are, trying to push a treaty that if we have a pandemic pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it, if we have another major health emergency around the world, this would give the folks at the World Health Organization unprecedented levels of power over us and other nations they would they would completely take control of of say the uh, the shipping chains for our ability or inability to get medicine and and remember they're going to do it they've even said it's in there that they'll do it in a way that you know is socially just and uh, you know, equity and all that. They're throwing that into it. So they want to take over the sovereignty of our nation from a from a health care perspective. Oh, man. And, and, and they even said it's not if we have a pandemic. That's mm. my word, not theirs. Yeah. You know, it's not a matter of if. The director is saying, you know, it's when. It's coming. And uh-huh. remember, I, I threw this out. And, and Fox was reporting on it again yesterday. Um, they were a little bit behind. The curve, but that's just because we're ahead of the curve. Because Greg is an awesome executive producer, sure, I and I try to do my best as well. So, they yeah, the UN, the WHO, uh, the Biden administration—they're all. It's all designed to move us from a sovereign nation, handing power over huge and vast amounts of power. Our health, our our, our very health over to a foreign body. Yeah. Why and where, how could you ever justify that? The WHO, yeah, they just pulled a number out of the sky. This could be 20 times stronger than COVID, the the next one. We don't know what it is. It's called disease X. Yeah. (laughs) Where making viruses in labs um, meshes with algebra. What is the X? Name X. Well, we're working on a number of deadly diseases now. Yeah, we got bats having sex with chickens, and yeah, so we're going to come up with some kind of new flu. So which one's? Let's see, is it going
3: to be? I wonder. I don't
2: know. Oh, look, the pandemic disease X is. Oh, man. We don't know that answer yet. They might. They just haven't decided, maybe. No? They know more than they're telling us. I would be shocked if it had anything to do with any Chinese labs. (laughs) I'd be shocked. You didn't even fake that well,
3: Bob. No? No, you didn't. I didn't. No.
2: Hey, Carrie Lake, remember uh, she ran into Arizona? And... uh, She's sharing some information that's not good for the uh, grand old party, specifically to uh, Arizona. I'll explain the nature of a bribe that she's talked about. That's coming up on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local. Happy Thursday! You're listening to ninety-seven point three, The
1: Sky. Trending, Trending right now on this sky.
4: Win New Hampshire. A two person race. And just a little note to Nikki. She's not going to win. I'm not going to pull out. News.
1: As it happens. As bad as we think the bill is, I promise you it's worth. We don't want drugs. We don't want criminals. We don't want terrorists. We don't want human trafficking. The news station. Strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. Conducted by the United States and the United Kingdom. No more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
0: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: stay on top all the headlines i need when i listen at the top it's important to know about the things that are going on around you
0: that could actually affect your daily
1: life news at the top. every hour the news i care about the news station news talk. 97.3 the sky Smelly, dirty politics.
2: Ah, yes. It is 639 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Rise and shine. It's Thursday. Weekend's almost here. we I think we're going to make it. Weather's nice and warm, although oh, yeah. it's going to get chilly again, I think, over the weekend,
3: right? Is that yeah. the deal? Yeah, coming up in the rolling into the beginning of the week, yeah. So that's all right.
2: Ugly, nasty, dirty politics. Yeah, looking behind the curtain mm. and... What's exposed? Arizona GOP chairman resigns after leaked audio uh, relaying alleged bribe from so-called powerful people to stop Carrie Lake. Hmm. Remember, she was running in Arizona. Attractive woman has a a news television broadcast background, but conservative uh, in her principles and a big supporter of Trump, and vice versa. So this guy, Jeff DeWitt, is chair, or was, until he resigned of the Arizona Republican Party. And basically it's alleged that he said, hey, there's powerful people that want you out. Said this to Carrie Lake. Now, it's on audio tape, apparently. And, you know, he even says, he even goes so far as to say, you know, what would it take? Is there a number of which, he started to say that, and she interrupted him and said that I can be bought? Well, it's about you take a pause, do it, said. A pause, I like that, yeah, a pause. Yeah. You're right. And anyway, she goes on to say this is not about money, this is about the country, I think it's disturbing. Um, He says something like, it's just very... Powerful people that are willing to, well, they really want someone different. She said, I think you should go public with this, urging DeWitt to show the world the corruption that Mm -hmm. goes on behind the scenes. DeWitt immediately said, no, 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 before (laughs) essentially suggesting that he would be killed if he did so. Ooh. Yeah, he said, then I turn the key in my car and makes an explosion sound. Boom. Boom. Wow. That's scary. Story. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, she says, Tell them I'm not flattered. I'm offended that they don't care about our country more. They don't care about our country. Hmm. Yep. There you oh, go. and DeWitt also made it clear within that conversation that the conversation never happened. <laughs> you imagine that. Well, and that's interesting uh-huh. because. He's trying to say he was set up. Right. He's trying to say it's selectively edited, which initially, or at least some of it may be. But he claimed that his discussion was transparent and intended to offer perspective, not coercion. It sounds like coercion. It's not transparent at all because he clearly said... This conversation never happened. Mm-hmm. That, that is, you cannot say transparency no. and say the conversation never happened. It <laughs> doesn't work that way. No. It's one or the other. Wow. I guess initially he was going to fight for his position to keep it, but he ended up resigning because mm-hmm. that's what Kerry Lake's team uh, forced him to do, he says. Interesting. Yeah, otherwise they'll release huh. more of the tape. Um. And here's what he said about the tape, too. He said, um, I am truly unsure of its contents. He doesn't know what What? he said. You know, that means that, (laughs) oh, I don't know, coercing, trying to apply leverage, uh, bribes, threatening. Mm -hmm. That must all be regular conversations that he has. Because if it was a rare, rare event, (laughs) don't you think he'd remember it? At least to the point to know whether the contents are damaging or not it would stand out and a, and a, and yeah. and what they've already released is damaging enough well, I can't imagine that it gets worse, but it probably does hmm. yeah DeWitt claimed that while he said things he regretted in the audio yeah he believes he was set up, accusing Lake of orchestrating the entire situation to have control over the state party. He failed to explain exactly, though, how Lake set him up, supposedly tricking him into relaying these alleged offers from powerful people. You know what I mean? How do you trick someone into saying that? Right. Right.
3: She would have to have set up the whole thing before that got to him for him to then tell her about it. Well, he's That's trying to say
2: that she did orchestrate it and right. that her responses were that. But it doesn't mm. matter. No. Your responses were not orchestrated. Right. Your responses, you say, are off the record. This conversation mm. never happened. But the actual audio tape contains things that I would call attempted bribery or coercion for sure. You mm-hmm. tell somebody powerful people want you out. And you're the head of the GOP yeah. in that state? You're, you're the chairman? You're responsible for what you say. Absolutely. Mm. Some good news. A guy, I think everybody who's ever seen him or heard him, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy oh, yeah. endorses Trump. Oh, yeah. I like it. He's, and I like him. He's funny. He's, he's funny. He he's makes awesome. He makes very, very good points. Mm-hmm. And he does it in a humorous way. Yes, he does. It is 645. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Top story, border war, U.S. versus Texas. Details on that and a whole lot more coming up on 97.3 The Sky.
0: As you get closer to November, Dana Lash, it's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy because no matter how big of an issue you make, abortion, it always comes down to the economy.
1: Now, 10 p.m. nights on 97.3 The Sky.
2: Pump it up. The weekend's almost here. Happy Thursday. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassie. It's 6.50, 10 minutes till 7 o'clock. Top story, border war, U.S. versus Texas. And, uh, oh yeah, by the way, Joe Biden's killing the automobile industry, but yet the UAW president is endorsing mm. Biden for four more years, even though he's <sighs> destroying them and he's going to turn into Chinese EV country is all he's going to do. And uh, then there's a famous song. Remember this one?
6: I got a brand new
0: I think that we should get together and try the more to
2: see. Melanie. I've
0: been
6: looking around a while. You got something for me. Oh, I got a brand new pair of roller seats. You got a brand
2: new key. Yeah, when Greg was, uh, you know, recording this so that we could utilize it, yeah. I, I I forgot actually how abrasive <laughs> the sound of her voice was. It kind of
3: was, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah you kinda It's that. You know how your dog tilts your head when they're looking at you? It's kind of the same thing. You're like, uh,
2: yeah. "Yeah." Like that frequency anyway. Yeah. It, it was a cute song. It I think was. everyone reminds... uh I mean remembers it who listened to radio. Well, hmm. it was 1971. It was a big hit. So probably got played very, fairly regularly yeah. for at least that 5-year period and then it was like a you know, a gold. Yes. Now it's a golden oldie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her kids, Layla, Jordy, and Bo Jared, confirmed her death Wednesday on Facebook. She was 76 years old. They haven't said anything about a cause of death. But Melanie was on stage, Grateful Dead. She watched acts like Jimi Hendrix the Grateful wow. Dead and Joan Baez take the stage before her. And she said she had like an out-of-body experience. And it wasn't drug-related. She said the terror <laughs> kept building in me. Oh, oh, I can only imagine. The thought of me performing in front of all of those people and that huge stage. I was all by myself, she said. Then it started to rain. And I truly believe that everyone was going to get up and go home. It's raining. I'm free. I'll go back to life as it was. (laughs) Maybe I'll be an archaeologist. Maybe I'll join the Peace Corps. (laughs) That's when they said, hey, you're next. Yeah. So, um, interesting. Apparently she was still working um, on... Some music that's cool. So yeah, do yeah. what you love. Melanie yeah. Woodstock artist and brand new key singer, dead at seventy six. Now yeah. I, I never heard this, but Greg had mentioned to me about um, he thought that many people believe there's some sort of maybe right. sexual connotation related to that.
3: Yeah, that was always a discussion. Even uh, I remember that you know after the song had been out for a long time because we were very young when it actually was a hit. Uh, but she says no, nothing to do about that, nothing to do about drugs, nothing to do about any of that kind of thing. Uh, and so, yeah, there you go. No innuendo
2: in brand new key, according to the person who made it a hit. Now, you, you also have to be old enough to understand the nature of what roller skates were like initially, yes. especially for us, you know, uh-huh. neighborhood kids. Yep. Mom and dad weren't going to go out and buy you, you know, roller blade. Well, roller blades went around. Yet, or no. roller skates. But the add-on ones remember the metal skates you put on your
3: tennis shoes yep strap them on
2: that's what required the key to adjust it to your foot size Mm -hmm. so
3: it's history with Bob it is
2: yeah (laughs) yep I guess the first day up there Woodstock she knew she was uh, a diamond in the rough which they is tra- imagine
3: having watched all those people be on before you, and then you know you you don't have a band. You don't have a backup. You don't have backup singers. It's you
2: and your guitar. That had and, to be scary. And a brand new pair of roller skates. Well, that was if she got, wanted to get off stage in a hurry. She was a diamond in the rough. And here's my transition. Yes. Man found a diamond. Okay, I like that. In America. Yeah?
3: Is is that park in Arkansas?
2: It it is. Okay. We had a story not too long ago. It was much smaller than this one. This one was 7.46 carats. Oh, my goodness. (gasps) Can you imagine what they can cut that thing into? Well, he's going to make it. He's going to try to get two uh, diamonds out of it. Uh, One, I think, for his uh, sister and wife or something like that. Um, But, yeah, Julian Navas. And he's actually a resident of Paris, France. Oh, wow. But he was here visiting. He said, the park is a magical place where the dream of finding a diamond can come true. It was a real adventure. After stopping to see a rocket launch in Cape Canaveral, Florida, he traveled to New Orleans. While he was there, he learned about the crater of Diamond State Park and became intrigued. It piqued my interest because he had previously panned for gold and searched for ammonite fossils. So he was interested in that kind of stuff anyway. He's an adventurer. Yeah. Love it. So he purchased a diamond hunting kit. Right. Not sure what that involves. We got to do some digging from the park there. Yeah. And his adventure, uh, he was on his way.
3: That's and, very cool.
2: And he found a seven point four six diamonds. Now, I saw a picture of it. Yeah. And I can tell you, I wouldn't have recognized it as a diamond. Well, because we see them all polished and pretty and
3: cut, not this kind of dull stone that comes out of the ground.
2: Well, and it isn't you know. even what we traditionally consider a diamond, the clearish no. one. No. This was a deep chocolate brown color. Oh, okay. And kind of rounded, almost like a marble, about the size of a candy gumdrop. Nice. No mention of any of its possible value or anything else, which I thought was yeah. interesting as well. Hmm. It is 6.56. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Thank you for doing that. Greg Cassidy is here. Boy, have we got a lot to talk about, uh, including Republicans are uniting behind Trump. But not all of them. Details on the way. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
5: America stands with our ally, Israel.
1: War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. A fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant
4: women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks
1: on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. He have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The
7: Sky.
2: Happy Thursday and welcome. It is 7.06. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, border war, U.S. versus Texas continues. Governor Abbott, he is not stepping back. In fact, he's tempting, or his folks are, to put up even more razor wire uh, specific to that Eagle Pass area, while the Supreme Court had issued a, a stay that allows federal authorities to, to cut and take down uh, that razor wire, which, by the way, hmm. Texas was in agreement with. All they ask is that, you know, if the government, the border control, whoever needs to uh, open up a spot, just, hey, can you let us know? Can you let us know when you're done so we can maybe repair that fence line or whatever? We had a gentleman's agreement. It's fair. Well, that's not good enough. Uh, yeah. Brandon. Biden and uh, the shadow government, they've got to push their way, push their way. Okay. Yeah. So we got that going on. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is absolutely killing the automotive industry. There was a, a bill that, even though this has to do with electric cars, still would have been American Jobs, And that is, billions have been set aside by Congress already to build charging stations. They haven't built any. Now we know why the delay is. The delay had to come after Pete Buttigieg, you know, through his being the transportation secretary, just penned a waiver so that this America First kind of idea, you know, it would have to be made in America, Mm -hmm. the charging stations. Yeah. To use government funding? Well, Buttigieg waived that. So who do you think is going to take advantage of that? Oh, my goodness. China. Of course. They can underbid any project anytime they want if they choose to do that. And they already have most of the EV market cornered. Why wouldn't they also corner the charging stations? Yep. Of course they will. So more American taxpayer money will go to the communist Chinese, and American jobs will suffer as a result. And they will continue to have a greater and greater share of all things EV, which this president, Joe Biden, has gone out of his way to push and promote, knowing that the biggest beneficiary of the whole thing is going to be China. All right, so you got that going on. Oh, Jim Harbaugh wins the national championship at the University of Michigan, for whom he played quarterback years ago. You know, he coached in college. Then he went and became the coach of the San Francisco 49ers. He was there for four years. That ended in 2014. Well, maybe there's nothing else to prove as far as the college game goes, so he's back in the pros because him and his brother went head-to-head at one time, John Harbaugh. Really? Yeah, Baltimore Ravens, head coach there, been there for a long time. Great, great level of success. Yeah. Uh they faced each other back in what 2013 at the end of the 2012 season in the uh in the Super Bowl. And John Harbaugh got the best of the two brothers. Mm. Yep, and uh they went head to head. The 49ers lost. Uh to brother John Harbaugh's Ravens 34 to 31. So you know, look, I was saying this to Greg off the air go, "Yeah, what do you do when <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you you don't want to retire yet. You love the game, right? You've already got a ton of money in the bank. What's your next challenge? Yeah, <laughs> beat you, up on your brother. Absolutely, right? Just like when you're kids. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. I mean, <laughs> what, right? What else? What else do you have? What, yeah. what what's it like when they're coaching against each other? And you know, well, they have family. Yeah. Do they get together for any cookouts? Not during the football season, right? Mm, Thanksgiving's always fun. Yep. Uh, So anyway, he's going to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. That's where Jim Harbaugh is going to be the head coach. Uh, It's alleged he signed a five-year deal. It was reported by Adam Schefter, who's usually pretty right on. And uh, so there you go. Nice. And I don't know who will fill. Those are big shoes to fill there at the University of Michigan, for
3: sure. That is always interesting in sports when you've got family members on opposing teams. We see it quite a bit. There's a, a few sets of them in football. Uh, when I was in St. Louis, Andy Bennis was pitching for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. His brother at the time was with the Chicago Cubs, which, again, if you follow baseball at all, know that is a huge rivalry. So their parents were actually sitting in the stands, and his dad would just switch ball caps between innings. Wow. It was funny. Yeah, you've got,
2: you've got moms of... You know, oh, uh, yeah. a football that they wear like half a jersey yes. is sewn together or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It, yeah, it, yeah, Exactly. That's the thing. As long as they know there's some fun see, there. See, Bob, remember when sports used to be like that? When sports was just fun and you kind of came together and you rooted for your team? And, yeah. And we didn't think yeah. about it being a multi-billion dollar business and all that goes along with and that. Politics. But, you know, yeah, that was before politics, too. Fox uh Fox News is reporting on this. Death Row Inmate survived a botch lethal injection in twenty twenty two. I don't know if you survived you get to go free. I guess that's uh a, that's a myth. I huh? get on a death free card? You yeah. Not. Yeah, like in other words it didn't work. It was like God's will. Oh, old Sparky mm. uh shorted <laughs> out today. Uh, oh wow. And uh but apparently he is uh he's back on the list. To be yeah. executed. Again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this time by nitrogen hypoxia. In other words, they breathe in nitrogen, mm-hmm. no oxygen. Right. Eventually, the, the brain is starved of that needed nutrient, if you want to call that uh, oxygen, and uh, and they die. I guess theoretically. But this is causing
3: a big stir into the pot.
2: Yeah. Well, look, he uh, his role in a 1988 murder for hire plot that killed Elizabeth. Senate. Um, the interesting thing is, who, who is fighting in his defense to try to keep him alive and saying that this is inhumane, this this type mm-hmm. of you know lethal thing. They're calling it an experimental method or whatever. Right. It's interesting, the ACLU, we've seen them morph over the years. Yep. So, American Civil Liberties Union. What about the civil liberties that were completely taken away from Elizabeth Senate? I even saw somebody
3: representing some organization within the UN talking about uh, how cruel this is.
2: That was my other point. So, yeah. you've got the likes of the United Nations, the United Nations and the ACLU, and that's another UN related story. Mm-hmm. Where they're getting up in our grill, getting mu- more up in our business, yep. and we have to be very, very careful. The WHO is trying to make everybody sign this uh, health treaty for a coming pandemic. Well, you call it a pandemic, I guess. Right. If they- you know it's coming. Well, they say it's coming, yeah. and it's 20 times stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, you should believe them. Oh yeah. You should believe them when they tell you that it's coming because what was it a year previous or so to COVID? They had meetings about a pandemic that was coming. Uh Uh-huh. So it's coming. Yeah. Right? I I hope not in time
3: for the election, because that's way too soon from the time we had the last one.
2: Yeah, they no, but you it it does make you wonder. What do what what tricks are there up the sleeves of the globalists because this goes well beyond the democrat party what what they're trying to push uh on us well the democrat party is just down the ladder from the u.n yeah if they're a conduit if you look at it that way they're yeah. acting as a conduit absolutely uh, for the united nations yeah yep, and it's not pretty no nope. border war u.s versus texas more on that coming up and melanie you know she's got a brand new pair of roller skates 1971 huge hit she passed away at the age of 76 and first became famous uh, by performing at Woodstock. Yep. All right. Are you ready for What's Bugging You? It's coming up next. A chance for you to call in, air it out. Whatever it is that's, that's bugging you. Yeah. It's free therapy. Call 877-975-9825. What's Bugging You? is brought to you by Florida Pest Control. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
1: it out. It's some of the most disgusting news that I've ever gotten in my life. What's bugging you? We gotta stand up and we're gonna take our country back. Call now 877-W Sky Talk. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control 97.3 The Sky.
2: Good morning and welcome. It is 721. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and it's time for What's bugging you? This is where you call in, air it out, get it off your chest, hopefully you feel better. Yep, brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Do not be one of those. 877 975 9825. Good morning, Mark. What's bugging you?
7: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, What's bugging me uh, in yesterday's news, Nikki Haley was popping off at the mouth again, and she had the audacity to say that she's superior to Trump because Trump is just a bunch of chaos, vendetta, vengeance, and also she threw in the words senior moment. Well, as we all know, the architects of the chaos uh, following Trump are all Democrat-engineered, and when she reserves the senior moment for Trump, describing Trump, I've never once seen that. I've seen him be thoughtful in thinking about his words, but she attached the senior moment to the entirely wrong individual. That's bugging me. Yeah,
2: yeah. and that you're following the Democrat playbook. She's She's doing their bidding by trying to say, oh, yeah. See, everybody already agrees that Biden is old mm-hmm. and he has diminished capacity. Everybody agrees with that. Yes. So what she's trying to do is say, well, Trump's the same way. Oh, yeah. 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 And and that is uh. damaging, not really to Trump, because we know that's not true, but it's damaging to her and her future with the GOP. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, again, she keeps attacking Trump. That will be her the quickest way where this race will end, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's go to Randy. What's bugging you?
7: Nikki Haley's staying in the race when there's no way she can win. She's staying in for one reason, to try to splinter the Republican Party, to distract them from what's coming in November with the Democrat ballot harvesting. They're so uh, tied up with her, they can't focus on what they really need to focus on. She needs to get out of the race.
2: Yep, uh, I agree. But apparently, and I said this the other day, if if there's big donors, they're still pumping money into Uh the campaign, and her handlers... That's how they get paid, is running campaigns. Sure. They're not going to tell her to drop out. <laughs> They're going to go, don't give up yet. People are counting on you. There's, ca- there's states. Because they, become, yeah, because yeah. these people Pardon. that surround her, that that's how they make a living. They want to continue to milk the chickens. Nostradamus, what's bugging you?
4: Hey, good morning, Bob. There's so much bugging me, I don't even know where
2: to begin. Well, just tip. pick one.
4: Okay, I'll pick one. Have you seen the video of the guy down on the border that these guys were interviewing, these people coming across the border, and this tall guy and they, they're asking him where he's from and all this. And he says, you don't know who I am. You're stupid. You're going to find out who I am soon enough. Have you seen that video? No. Uh-uh. Check it out if you can find it. And uh, there's there some other people who have checked into who he is. And apparently, and it looks to be correct, that he's a Muslim terrorist from Azerbaijan. And he was released from prison by January of last year. And uh, he's over here now. And they had him in prison for trying to overthrow government over there in Eastern Europe, or that part of the world. And uh, he was in prison for 12 years, and now he's out, and now he's over here, apparently, allegedly, but it looks to be correct. I guess we'll find out eventually, maybe.
2: Yeah, well, and and would we be? shocked that's the no. sad thing no. is of course i mean why wouldn't there be bad guys trying to come in if you wanted to come in and do damage to our country would this not be the absolute best time to do that no id no passport i mean th- think, no think like a bad guy yeah i'm sure and the scary part is you think he's the only one at ridiculous if you believe that no. uh let's go to roy what's bugging you
7: what's bugging me is the fact that now Iran. Is the uh, head of nuclear disarmament of the world? And they're going to try and disarm us? Oh, boy, we're in big
2: trouble now. <laughs> oh. uh, isn't it? Head of nuclear disarmament while they work their tails off trying to come up with a viable uh, nuclear weapon and mm-hmm. uh, nuclear-grade materials. Okay. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense that to, makes a lot of well, sense. Well, if you're the U.N. or, yeah, all those. Right. 877 Nine seven five nine eight two five. Call in now for what's bugging you. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Tater, what's bugging you?
4: Morning, fellow election denier. Bob, what's bugging me is what Kat Kemick said yesterday on your show. Bless her for coming on and, and talking the truth. She's a she's a great person. And I really appreciate her coming on your show. But yesterday she talked about until we clean up the election system, nothing's going to change, and that's why nobody's really pushing hard to get biden out of this i think the fix is in buddy the only place in the country that really cleaned up their election system was florida and we saw how the desantis destroyed that idiot charlie chris
2: that- yeah oh no yeah that is a that is a an excellent point we've made strides cleaning up some of the election stuff in various states but mostly yes florida the biggest example of that but many states do not want to get with the program and um yeah, that's going to be a real problem moving forward. Let's go to uh Ocala Bill. What's bugging you?
5: Come on, Bob. Hey, man. Uh last week uh you said on the way in you were listening to that other news company, the uh 3 <laughs> CNN. That that's bothering me, man. Yeah, I, that that's really bothering me. It's been bothering me for a week.
2: It 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 should not bother you. I I will check in at various times to check on my enemy, to see what my enemy is up to. Sun Tzu and the Art of War. Yeah, you've got to know your enemy. And it's so easy uh, to figure out who they are and what their agenda is just by listening or watching them for just a few minutes. I mean, you can only take so much. It becomes. You know uh, Nauseating I mean if you had A two hour drive Wow that'd be bad Well and I also I also want to make sure I'm not missing Any huge headlines Stuff And the other thing I like about it is Yeah it's CNN But at that time In the morning It's actually done From like their uh, European desk So it's more like World Kind of news Mm -hmm. And yeah And and their perspective Is uh, interesting Entertaining Sometimes sickening But you gotta know What your enemy Is doing my friend Yep You gotta know Your enemy If you wanna defeat Your enemy 728 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks so much for participating in What's Bugging You. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control, Senator Tim Scott. A man of color with the audacity to be conservative. He is under attack for endorsing Donald Trump. That story and more on the way. News Talk
1: 97.3 The Sky. Trump. Our ultimate retribution is success. Desantis. Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. Haley. We
0: support Ukraine. That's only three and a half percent of our defense budget.
1: Sleepy Joe.
0: The is all but...
1: The sky is the station for election 2024. It is one of the most unbelievable election cycles I have ever witnessed. The latest breaking news. Trump is superior to the current incumbent. This is a critical moment. I'm leading Biden in all of the polls. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The sky. On the sky, Glenn Beck. Right after the Bob Rose show on North Central Florida's talk leader, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. News shows and more news now on News Talk ninety-seven point three. The sky.
2: Happy, happy Thursday! Here we are, my friends. Almost to the weekend. Seven thirty-four. Your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Thanks for tuning in to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Hey, make sure that you get The Bob Rose Show on your Alexa. First thing in the morning, catch up on the latest news. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker. Play 97.3 The Sky. It's that easy. And I guess it's easy for the left to do things that are very racist and be able to get away with it. Yeah, I'll give you an example. They hate Senator Tim Scott. They hate him, mm. and who hates them? I saw sound clips from several on MSNBC, some on CNN, other talking heads. This bozo Al Sharpton Uh-oh. is one of them. What a loser! He said on Mon- uh, on Morning Joe, another loser. Yep, that guy's a pile of steaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. Yep. He said, this is Al Sharpton, the guy, Tawana, Brawley, Tawana, Brawley, Tawana, Brawley. If you don't know Sharpton's background, you need to know about that case, okay? It was a fake, uh, racist kind of an act, and he was in on it. He was in on it. Hey, hey, guy's a scum-sucking piece of garbage.
3: Made him famous, and he's been riding those coattails ever since.
2: Well, yeah, and the left, uh, yeah, they stick a microphone in his face. and they, oh, uh, Now yeah. you know MSNBC. They went so far, it gave this bozo his own job. That's crazy. These guys, they have no shame there at MSNBC. I mm-hmm. mean, they literally put any hater race baiter on the air. And then they turn around and tell him, hey, make sure you tell everybody that Trump's a racist. Oh, even though there's... Not a single bit of truth to that, but we'll promote that idea Mm. because he's white. Yeah. So Al Sharpton said, obviously, Trump winning by double digits was not unexpected. I think Haley did a little better than some of the polls had, uh, but she didn't make it. I think the fact she pledged to keep running is in many ways the ultimate insult to Donald Trump because he wants everyone to just prostrate, prostrate and bow to him and say, now it's over. What he's really concerned about is his four cases. Really? Uh, But then he goes on to say, I think he'll be the nominee, meaning Trump, and I think he's demanding people to bow to him. There are a few moments in my life I have been more embarrassed uh, than to watch Tim Scott. Wow. Yes. He continued, it was humiliating to watch what Tim Scott did as a sitting senator. One time, he wasn't even on the script. He interrupted Trump to pay homage. And that bothered me all night. Al Sharpton said, good. I'm glad it does. But let me try to line these up for you. Here's Senator Tim Scott, who has a strong conservative track record. Mm -hmm. But he's black. How dare a black man, of all people, a black politician, support Donald Trump? Okay, because it ruins the left narrative that somehow Trump is racist. So they're really mad because they hate it when you take away that race card because that is their low common denominator thing, their their desperation plea, their Hail Mary. Even though they don't believe in God, they throw that out there. Yes. Versus now, listen, they're 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 attacking Senator Tim Scott. Now, other than endorsing Trump, did he do anything wrong? No. No. He's not accused of doing anything wrong versus, okay, when the lefty has their person in there. Like, remember the president of Harvard? She later stepped down. Ms. Gay. Okay. There were actually charges against her multiple, I think, like 40 counts of plagiarism. Right. And the whole reason that she came under fire and got attention to begin with is because she was allowing for real anti-Semitic activities to take place on her college campus that made Jewish students... Feel very unsafe, and and by the way, these are they're founded. These are founded complaints, and she allowed that anti-Semitism to go on. So she was under scrutiny that had nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with her color. They, you engage in plagiarism, and you're supposed to be the president of Harvard. That's unacceptable. You're supposed to be the president of Harvard, and you allow clear, defined. Anti-Semitic garbage uh, under the form of some kind of protest to go on on your campus, knowing it's anti-Semitic, knowing it's hateful, knowing that Jewish students were fearful, completely mishandled it. But if you took issue with her, what was the immediate defense and response of the left? Racist. You're attacking her because yep. she's black. Exactly. So that makes you a racist. Mm-hmm. When nobody, in any allegations against her, once mentioned the color of her skin. You see, when you're plagiarizing, nobody knows uh, necessarily the color of your skin. The author who actually you know, wrote the words that you're stealing credit for, they don't know who's stealing it. Plagiarism is plagiarism. Mm-hmm.
3: All this from a guy known for lies and tax evasion.
2: Well, it, it, again, Al wow. Sharpton's just one of many who are attacking Senator Tim Scott because he's black and conservative mm-hmm. and now endorsing Trump, and it drives him absolutely wacky. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines, and Donnie, you're on the air.
5: Good morning, Bob. Let's not forget about some of Al Sharpton's other greatest hits. um... He also, uh, besides being a tax dodger, I believe he still owes money in a defamation suit, where in Tawana Brawley's case, they accused the state attorney of raping her and smearing her with dog feces. And then you have the uh, Freddie's Fashion Mart, which he called the owners Jewish interlopers and incited a mob, burning the place down. People actually died there. And this guy's got multiple shows and he's on all day on MSNBC. That's the guy who's criticizing Tim Scott.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you can thank uh, the far left wackos for continuing to allow him to be some sort of voice. I mean, he has zero credibility in my book, and my never goodness. did have any. Yeah. But yet, yeah, look at his level of success by race baiting and creating division and hate. The guy's a complete moron, imbecile. Hey, Mark, what's bu- uh, what's going on? <laughs>
7: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, the whole uh, premise against Tim Scott by Sharpton must be misguided because if we're listening to President Biden in his come on man moment, if Tim Scott doesn't vote Democrat, then he can't possibly be black. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Remember remember that Biden said that? If you can't tell the difference or whatever and you, you're not going to vote for me, you must not be black. He said that on... Uh, a black syndicated uh, show. It's got a, a kid's Charlemagne. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and by the way, when asked about this on Laura Ingram, Senator Tim Scott brought up a couple things about Trump and this, this fake kind of racist um, storyline that the left constantly tries to promote. It's, it's based on nothing. It's a complete made-up myth. It's, a, it's an act of desperation. He mentioned how black unemployment had never been a lower than under Trump. Uh, he mentioned these uh, opportunity zones that Trump created for minorities in mm-hmm. minority areas that right. were poverty-stricken and socioeconomically challenged, and that was a huge undergoing and and uh, a very successful opportunity as well. Uh, and here's another one you might not know. President Trump made sure that there was money going to historically black colleges. Yep to a level never seen before. In other words, President Trump has done more for historically black colleges than any other president in history. Fact. Could you repeat that? I just want to hear it again. President Trump did more than any other president since George Washington, any other president, including George Washington, did more for historically black colleges, got them more there money. You go. Than anyone else, ever. But yeah, he's supposed to be a racist, right? Again, oh, man. that is the big lie of the left. And it's a desperate lie. Mm-hmm. It's an ugly lie. And we shouldn't allow for it anymore. No. No. But when you have critical race theory, you're teaching young people. That's all you're teaching them is, hey, you're white, you're the oppressor. Hey, you're black, you don't stand a chance. You beat that into kids' heads. And tell me that's not going to have a negative impact. Tell me that's not going to lead to division, separation, segregation, uh, racial hatred. We are going back in time decades under the so-called progressive baloney, the whole CRT thing. Mm -hmm. We're addressing that, uh, by the way. We had uh, State Senator uh, Angolia on the show, and he's sponsoring a bill that not just deals with CRT in Florida because they already pretty much knocked that out of the curriculum. For the kids, yeah, right. But now this is a way to make sure that teachers aren't being indoctrinated and them being taught mm-hmm. uh, how to promote the CRT because we know that is going on. So work. this bill will work to try to stop
3: that. You know, a piece of video that I love uh, that shows just what a true racist uh, Donald Trump is. And you remember during the, uh, I, think, I guess it was the 2016 debates. And again, uh, Dr. Ben Carson was a potential candidate that year, and they had forgotten to call him up to the stage and there's the, the camera behind stage and then they called Donald Trump. Trump would not go out until they acknowledged Ben Carson to come out because he was on he wouldn't he didn't want to leave him standing there awkwardly by himself. He stood there with him until they called him out and then he went out.
2: We spoke with Herschel Walker ourselves oh, yeah. on our show. Yep. Uh you know, great great football player and, and involved in politics now for sure, mm-hmm. but we had him on quite a while ago and he said I've known Trump for over forty years. Yeah. He is not a racist in any way, shape, or form. No. And he says, you know, anybody wants to call him that, tell him to come see me. <laughs> Ooh.
3: I mean, they've had dinner at each other's homes. They were friends. I mean, obviously, Herschel played for him. So, yeah.
2: The left is desperate. This is yeah. their their the lowest card they can play. It's a lie, but so is his collusion with Russia. So is uh, yeah. their, their defense of the Biden laptop being Russian disinformation. They lie and they lie and they lie. 7.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. We've got a ton of stuff still to get to. Happy, happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
1: Mark Levin. Mark Levin. The problem is Joe Biden is old, old. His history and experience are loathsome. Even when he had a mind, they were loathsome. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky.
2: Happy Thursday, good morning, and welcome. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. 751, top story, border war. Not in Ukraine, well, yeah. here. Yeah. But U.S. versus Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Ew. No. Governor Abbott, it, standing his ground. Standing his ground, and good for him. Absolutely. We'll dig into that coming up. But first, Senator Mitch McConnell... Well, I I reckon uh, that Trump, as much as I hate to admit it, he's Uh, going to be the nominee. That's not accurate. Yeah, that Trump, he's going to be the nominee. Are you excited? Are you excited about it, Mitch? Oh, yeah, I'm... uh, my heels together right now, jumping for joy. How can you tell when Mitch is excited? I, just, I don't know how you tell, really. get to my He gets a mild twitch under his left eye. Oh, that's how. Okay, I, oh, I knew yeah. you I would know. You know. <laughs> I knew that you would. He's. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! No, he's. Uh, he, is he coming around? Uh, is he? Is he? Did somebody get the smelling salts out? He's coming around. Oh, I'm Mitch McConnell and I, I. Yeah, I guess Trump's going to be the. But he really did say it. That's amazing. That Trump's a nominee. Hmm. McConnell made his comments to his Senate Republican colleagues. Listen, it gets better. During a meeting, this was actually yesterday, yeah. and he lamented the changing dynamics of efforts to pair a border package with foreign aid. You know, how they don't really want to do that or how difficult that mm-hmm. is. And uh, Well, first of all, I say, don't do it. Do separate bills. Never let one leverage the other if you don't want the leveraged bill to go through, which we do not. Look, you can't trust the Democrats when it comes to anything related to immigration. If they tell you they're not for open borders, they're lying. Period. If they tell you they've done something to secure the border, then they're definitely lying. Yeah. Uh But this is what he said. McConnell referred to Trump... As the nominee, and noted that the former president wants to run his 2024 campaign centered on immigration, and the GOP leader allegedly said, we don't want to do anything to undermine him. What? Wow. That's a pretty good turnaround for McConnell. Who who is this guy? What have they
3: done with the real McConnell?
2: I don't know. We'll I, I don't him. know if he sees yeah. like, oh, oh, Trump really is going to be the guy, yeah. which is pretty obvious, I think, to most. Sure. Um, um, and um, yeah, I'm not on. Uh, I'm not on great footing with him. Hmm. Maybe maybe I should kind of get on board.
3: <laughs> wow, well, get on the Trump train,
2: Mitch. Unbelievable. That's shocking, but we'll take it. Yep. So yeah, exactly. Uh, who else is endorsing Trump? Uh, Senate. Senator John Kennedy, if you've ever seen him before. He's awesome. He is is hilarious. Love that guy. And uh, he is full support, full support uh, for Donald J. Trump. Nice. And then somebody who's supporting Trump indirectly and making an overall very credible point Mm -hmm. is the last truth teller who is also a Democrat. He might be the only living Democrat, true Democrat. Uh, you, you you probably know him as RFK Jr. Listen to what
1: he said. The Democrats are relying on the court cases and um, to, to try to to try to derail the election, to try to keep President Trump off the ballot. And I think that's a very, very bad strategy. I think it's bad for
3: democracy. I think it's bad for the Democratic Party. I just I think it's bad
2: for everybody. Well, and, and you know what? He's right. And they don't want to hear it. I mean, they've already decided they're shunning him. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you, you now you rarely see him on any sort of uh, mainstream media Mm-mm. at all. But he's absolutely right. Their strategy is rely on the courts, do as much damage as they can. Of course, it hasn't been an effective strategy as of yet, but they they could possibly get some uh, a, a guilty thing out of all of these charges. You know, he could lose, one, theoretically— mm-hmm. And they will say, "Well, it was all worth it." Weaponizing, you know, our government against the political enemy was wow. worth it. But, but that's also what uh, RFK Jr. is referring to, saying, hey, "Look, it hurts democracy," and we we'll, we'll give him just a small check mark sure. for because nobody will say representative constitutional republic. But yes, it absolutely will do damage. I mean that that is exactly what we never want. To have happen is use the power of the existing party, the 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 party that's in charge, to use that power to vanquish their political adversaries. Yeah, that's not a system the founding fathers ever uh, wanted, but no. that's exactly where we're headed, and and not just headed there, we're there in many ways. This Department of Justice, oh yeah, um, and many people that are uh, you know in our. Institutions of spying, for simplification, you know, 17, at least 17 different things besides, you know, the CIA and the NSA. The alphabet agencies. The 17 them. of them that and, that deal in, uh, you know, <laughs> covert operations. You
1: think most
3: Americans even realize that? They think there's probably five tops, six maybe.
2: Yeah, as time has gone on when they started recruiting and expanding in these areas. You know, they a lot of times relied on college campuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well... If you came off a college campus in the last 10 years, there's a real good chance that your politics may be left of center a little or a lot. Either way, not good when you want to try to push an agenda using your job. More to come on 97.3 The Sky.
1: Here's what's trending now. On the sky. I said,
4: wow, she's doing... Uh, New Hampshire. Make like a speech like she won. Is first in the nation. Not the last. She
1: didn't win, she lost. The news that's trending. Modern Biden border crisis is an absolute humanitarian disaster. The news that's now. The mother of all omnibuses. Without any addressing of the border. The news station. Airlines are losing confidence in Boeing. The 737 MAX 9 was grounded. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. You need to know it's the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. We're calling for the genocide of Jews. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. You need the sky. Download the Odyssey app everywhere. I can get all my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky. You got that right. 806 on the Bob Rose
2: Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Hour number three begins. Thank you for joining us. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always, yes! Happy Friday, Eve, otherwise known as Thursday, top story, border war, U.S. versus Texas, Governor Abbott holding tough, holding Ooh. tight. Love it. We'll see what happens there. Uh, and, and Biden's kind of busy now, so I don't know how hard he's going to fight that border war down there, because what? he's busy killing the automobile industry. Oh, yeah, you're right. He just vetoed a bill that was protecting American business interests, American jobs, We're building these charging stations that we don't have, but Congress set the money aside. Joe Biden went out of his way, and others did. Pete Buttigieg is the one who's granting the waiver. So the bill was passed, and the spending along with it, specific. It was specific for America, Americans, right? Mm. And so by Buttigieg granting a waiver, basically the conditions of the money set aside by Congress are now meaningless. Meaning that opens the door wide open for China, who already has cornered the EV market. And Joe Biden's allowed for that and has made life very easy for them to do that Mm -hmm. on many different levels. Yet he's the same guy who's going to force you to buy an electric car. He's going to force you. To basically help the Chinese economy. It's a good thing. The what American, do you want to or not. It's a good thing
3: American auto workers know about that, because, man, that's going to tick them off when they find out.
2: Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, the man. union leaders are going to yeah. go, hey, I'm not going to have any union no. people to lead because they won't yeah. have an industry. Yeah. Most of it will be in China. Well, that here's the joke. The UAW president just announced that they're endorsing Joe Biden. <laughs> Now, I get it under normal circumstances, you endorse a Democrat because they're, as my dad would say, and remember he was born in 1914, as my dad would say, oh, the Democrats, they're looking out for the working man, Mm -hmm. right? Right. There probably was a time when that was true.
3: long time ago.
2: It's not true anymore, and hasn't been. And this is the exact case in point. Biden is destroying the automobile industry. That's not hyperbole. That's not an over-the-top observation. That is real. He's doing it on purpose. And he's lining the pockets of the Chinese Communist Party. Now, why would he do that? There either is something in it for him, there's been something in it for him, or there's a threat Mm. that there's something in it for him. Wow. But, yeah. We know that Hunter Biden is involved. We know that Joe's involved in Hunter's side business, or well, I guess his main business. Yeah. No, we know all these things, and yeah, the UAW president. Can you believe it? Of all presidents, no. the guy that no. says you're going everybody's gonna be driving an EV. The auto companies are like they're taking a beating. Absolutely. Money's uh, losing billions cooking? of dollars right now. Ooh. Actual earth shaking event. Literally! Yeah, 4.5 MAGA, magnitude earthquake hit Southern California on Wednesday night. Now, where'd this earthquake come from? They say it originated in San Bernardino, mm-hmm. generating a shockwave that could be felt between Los Angeles and Palm Springs. Wow. Um, no current damage has been reported out of the San Bernardino epicenter which serves as the home to Lake Arrowhead and Big Bear. I skied Big Bear. But people immediately took to social media to reflect on the one natural disaster that Californians have to face. Was it really an earthquake? Or was it when the news traveled to California about the mega candidate Donald J. Trump crushing it in New Hampshire? Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. Heads exploding. They all, yeah, they yeah. all whined and cried at exactly the same time and got picked oh, up uh, Yeah, as a 4.5 magnitude earthquake. I believe that. Hey, I saw a um, a statistic or an analyzation yeah. uh, the other night. Anyway, if you win as a Republican, you win Iowa mm-hmm. and New Hampshire, mm-hmm. you win. I mean, historically, if you look at it. Yeah. I, I rarely does, uh, does a candidate win both. Trump th- has won both. I think Gerald Ford maybe did it, but other than that, it's been like, it's a rarity. No. I'm telling you that if you won Iowa yeah. and you won New Hampshire, yeah. you won Yeah. the uh the candidacy. Yes. And the presidency? I believe so. Yeah. I think Ford And maybe that it. is it. Well, yeah. yeah. No, everyone that's won it went on to be the candidate. Nice. But whether they won or not, it might be a separate category. Gotcha. Check. That's but, cool, though. Good to know. It, well, it's rare. Yeah. Well, Like George W. He didn't carry both. I'm trying to think right. of all the other examples. But yeah, uh, Reagan didn't carry both. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes, it is. So anyway, earthquake in Southern California. I don't. A 4.5er. Yeah. As long, you know.
3: Just it'll get Hopefully your attention.
2: okay. Yeah. Uh, and and if there is any other kind of earth shakings, and not really earth shaking, but, well, it seems like it's a growing seismic event telling Nikki, stop, <laughs> drop, and roll out. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. <laughs> Repu- oh. This time it's the Republican National uh, Committee Chairwoman, uh, Rona McDaniel. She said Tuesday... Uh, on Fox, uh, the primary coverage, et cetera, et cetera, that uh, Governor Nikki Haley should drop out and support former President Donald Trump. She said, looking at the math and the path going forward, I don't see it for Nikki Haley. I think she ran a great campaign. The message from the voters is clear. We need to unite around our eventual nominee, which is going to be Donald J. Trump. I mentioned earlier that Mitch McConnell admits uh, Mm -hmm. that he's the candidate, and even said So we got to be careful with the the border stuff that we don't undermine him because he's running on immigration, which I thought, wow, Mitch McConnell. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn telling Nikki Haley to drop out. The party must unify. If the GOP wants to defeat Joe Biden in November, Nikki Haley must get out of the race. The party must unify and support Donald Trump. She posted that on X uh, Tuesday night. Blackburn, who it's no secret she endorsed Trump back in April, told the Washington Examiner in a January interview, there's no clear path for someone else. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point it's appropriate to say it's time for the party to unify, time for us to get behind our nominee. Any time and any money we spend on primary efforts is going to be money we don't have to spend on the general election. Getting our message out and getting people to the polls in November. And remember, it's Republicans. It's Republicans. Yeah. You have to pay to get your message out. Democrats, yeah.
3: they have ninety percent of the media on their side. Well, I think that's a really good point being made. The fact that yeah, what money that you are spending now, yeah, you, you're kind of wasting it fighting Donald Trump, who again, from from every angle that you look, Donald Trump is going to be the Republican candidate. So why not save that funds, those those monies, and use them against Joe
2: Biden and the Democrat machine? Absolutely, and and somebody pointed out that. You know, you look at just like we did, you extrapolate some of the numbers of yeah. New Hampshire and Nikki Haley lost by a lot more than eleven and a half points. And I thought it was interesting that CNN, they, there was a CNN poll that said uh, something like their exit polling said seven out of 10 mm-hmm. Republicans voted for Trump. Seventy yeah. percent versus 30 percent. Right. Do the math on that. Haley made up a huge amount of the difference by getting the, what, the non-committed or mm-hmm. folks that switch party affiliation to have an impact. But CNN did it again. They actually had, you know, man-on-the-street interviews with several people that came out after the um, uh, the primary in New Hampshire and were questioned, who did you vote for? I voted for Nikki Haley. Are right. you going to vote for her in the general? No. I'm going to vote for Biden. There were two different uh, males that I saw. Interesting. And I thought CNN, yeah, is showing them that hey, they admit it too that Nikki Haley's, you know, slight double-digit loss mm. really is much deeper than it first appears. Wow, CNN, that's amazing. So there you go. Everybody says it's Trump, even Hillary Clinton. Wow. Details on that coming up. It's eight sixteen. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And so much more going on. Happy Thursday, 97.3 The Sky.
1: Sean Hannity. The Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky.
2: Border war underway now talking about ukraine russia nope mm. it's eight 21 you're tuned to the bob rose show time check. brought to you by hayes jewelers where the answer is always yes greg cassidy with us as well and happy happy thursday border war underway u.s versus texas and the texas military department says It will continue to hold the line at Shelby Park in their efforts to deter and prevent unlawful entry into the state of Texas. Good. Operation Lone Star, coming via orders from Governor Greg Abbott. The Texas National Guard's actions continue, despite a second-demand letter from the Department of Homeland Security, to release control of the park seized by the state earlier this month. Oh, so Secretary Mayorkas uh, can actually be a powerful person if he chooses to, but he doesn't want to use his power to enforce immigration law. He wants to use his power to enforce illegal activity coming across the border and force a state to allow it as well. Well, Governor Abbott will have none of it. And God bless Texas. Oh, yeah. Texas Governor Greg Abbott asserts, their constitutional right to defend and protect itself as it relates to ongoing border crisis gripping the state. His analysis comes in a statement issued on Wednesday. While state and federal authorities square off over granting federal agents access to Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, Texas, Governor Abbott ordered state authorities to seize the park in early January. The statement faults President Biden for refusing to enforce immigration laws in the state. Absolutely. I'll reach a part of it. This comes from uh, Governor Jim Abbott. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants the effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the U S by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure. President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along uh, this state's Southern border bridges where nobody drowns and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. In other words, When he forces federal people, when this comes from Biden to Mayorkas, uh, down to the people who are just supposed to do their job and follow orders, yeah, they want them to cut this razor wire, knowing that then the illegals will use that as a way in. Well, why would they do that? There's already 28 legal entry points on Texas' southern border. Twenty-eight. So they're not even saying you, you can't come, but you can't cross where there's not an entry point. Don't cross. Right. And there's no hope of getting to the other side because we put up razor wire. And they've used other devices because they want to keep the illegals out of the water. Nobody wants people to drown nobody that's ridiculous but if you look across
3: that little river of what it is there and you're like oh razor wire maybe i shouldn't try to go in there yeah pretty simple use entry points oh there's a door somewhere gate an entrance yeah really okay well let's go there
2: and go in and that's where you want to go because that's where all the goodies are anyway all the handouts but you might undergo at least a little bit of scrutiny Why would people want to avoid that? Is it because maybe their status is not a good one? Maybe they're carrying drugs? Maybe they're doing the work of the cartels and human smuggling? Yeah, because why wouldn't they go through the checkpoint? Sure. Hey, give me some money. Give me some clothes. Give me some food. Give me a place to live. Hey, I want a plane ticket to Philadelphia. There you go. They do it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So you you have to wonder. I mean, really, you're you truly. I mean, mm. even beyond what they're already doing, they're truly inviting illegal activities to allow illegals to cross at points that aren't uh, part of the entry points. Twenty eight of them they have. Okay, so I mean, you know, look, it's obvious. At all costs, there there is no collateral damage that. The Biden administration can't turn a blind eye to. All of it. It doesn't matter. People dying of fentanyl overdose, human smuggling, drug cartels, everybody, all that running wild. Nah, don't worry about it. Nah, don't worry about it. More and more. More and more they come. But most Americans are catching on to it. Even in New Hampshire, they were polling people. The number one issue was immigration and borders. Number one. All the way up in New Hampshire. So you know all these areas, these states, it's impacted them. And even the left of center media has at least reported on some of it. In fact, I've kind of had to in a way because you had left were left leaning leaders or lefty leaders like in Chicago, you know, complaining about it. There was a wealthy suburb outside Chicago where I guess one of the commissioners or whatever, Said something like, hey, we're, you know, we have plenty of big houses here, so you might want to consider taking in, you know, some immigrants. Yeah. That did not go over well. No, it didn't. Did not go over well at all.
3: And we were still waiting to see if, uh, you know, they'd use the governor's mansion to maybe uh, put a few in there. That would have been a thought.
2: I haven't seen that yet. Really? We're still no, waiting. I haven't seen that in any, any governor's no, mansion. Right. Now, you'd think that, you know, Hochul in up in New York. Oh, yeah. Should be all for it, but that nah, yeah. doesn't appear to be the case. All right. Uh, here's another story. As Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues to tout the state's right to self-defend itself against migrant invasion, some Democratic lawmakers are calling on President Biden to take control of the state's National Guard. Whoa. It's getting messy. Be careful what you wish for, you complete morons and idiots that want that. Wow. What? Completely... Uh,
3: You warn them all the time When they want to do something like this That's overreaching Careful what you ask for It can be used against you at some point in time
2: Well, When you open
3: those doors
2: The whole idea of unfettered access To our nation is going to do a lot of damage It could impact a whole bunch of people Yeah Yeah, yeah, they don't They don't either comprehend that Or they don't want to pay attention to that I don't know, it's 828 You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show Greg Cassidy is here Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Trending Trending. right now
1: on The Sky. Win
4: New Hampshire. A two-person race. And just a little note to Nikki. She's not going to win. I'm not going to pull out.
1: As it happens. As bad as we think the bill is, I promise you it's worth. We don't want drugs. We don't want criminals. We don't want terrorists. We don't want human trafficking. The News Station. Strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. Conducted by the United States and the United Kingdom. (laughs) Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. With the old. That vibe
0: you getting old, man. It's the
1: same old story. In with the new. I have news for everybody. On the border. The 2024 election. Inflation. The news station. All you need to know. 24-7. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Happy
2: Thursday. We're almost there. We're going to do it. It is 835, and you're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And I want to send a shout-out uh, to an old friend of mine and co-worker uh, from back in the day. Uh, learned a, a, a few weeks ago the passing of a friend, Carl Kaufman. Carl was 67 when he passed away. and Wow. I, I don't want to talk too much about medical issues, but I yeah. know that he... Uh, I I mean, it's been publicized before. He had, you know, serious heart-related issues. Mm. Really lucky to be uh, alive as long as he was, truly. And he's a Gator through and through. Came to University of Florida on a baseball scholarship, but never really got to fulfill that. He had a career-ending injury. But that didn't stop from trying out for the UF cheer team on a dare. Oh, really? And so he became a Gator, literally, one of the big Gator fans. And even... Uh, later on, mascot Albert the alligator and actually I know voice some stuff really that 's cool um, and he worked djing local bars and areas he was on the uh, I know the radio at least at least part time in the area going way back now I worked with mm-hmm. um, Carl what would it be in the uh, I guess the 90s early 90s in um, in Orlando we worked together down there and that's you know when I knew you know met him and so he had a background in martial arts, he was a gator, he was a radio guy, but the thing that I know he's most proud of is being a dad, and uh, a couple of daughters, so shout out to Kelly and Caitlin, I know he was extremely uh, proud of his girls, but um, yeah, rest in peace Carl Kaufman, there's going to be a celebration uh, on Sunday, of February the 4th, a celebration of life. And that's from noon to 3 at the Best Western Gateway Grand. And uh, but for folks, he, he didn't, you know, want flowers. He'd like you to contribute to Florida Rising Stars Foundation. It was a nonprofit that he supported, and uh, it helps with mentorship, education, et cetera, for young people. And, uh, and I also posted his obituary on my Facebook page, if you're interested, Carl Kaufman and a lot of people locally knew him. He worked in the hospitality uh, industry. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know he worked for the Ocala Hilton for a time. Yeah, I think he, he did some church. things with the Gateway Grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. yeah, he would be one of those guys that Greg, you would talk, you would chew each other's ears off. You'd be talking radio. Mm. He loved it. Yeah, interesting. He really did. So
3: hmm.
2: yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's sad when you hear about. It. And I, you know, I didn't hear about it quite initially, but I, I found out after posting it that there were other people that I know knew him that ha- that weren't aware of it. So, sorry I didn't pass that along sooner to folks. All right. Another immigration story, why they just never seem to dry up. <laughs> it's like the Rio Grande. Just keep flowing, right? Listen to this. The city of Boston, back to car. some baked beans. The city of Boston has begun housing hundreds of illegal border crossers at, you may have heard of this place, Logan International Airport. Yeah, because I'm sure, you know, it never gets crowded around. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Even in the face of uh, Massport's interim CEO claims that the airport was not an appropriate place to house migrants. What could go wrong there? You know, I don't know, have you been around airports? You know, if you're not in the right area, there's a lot of signs that will redirect you. There's a lot of areas where like, the folks that run airports are not comfortable with you running around. Uh, yeah. Being near. Yeah. A lot of sensitive stuff. And they, they don't, don't stop you. Yeah. Yeah, the top they the time They don't you. like you. There's no playing mm-hmm. at the airport. They don't play. In November, interim uh, CEO Ed Frenny insisted that the airport not be used for that purpose. Uh, we have to emphasize that Logan is not an appropriate place to house people. Uh, but even at that point, the state had been uh, shunting illegals into the airport for three months, even before state officials were saying that the state shelter system was reaching its limits. The migrants have kept coming, despite the claims that they shouldn't be there you believe that? So that guy who was like the interim CEO of the airport wasn't even aware that it had already been used for some period of time when he made that statement. Now wow. they're going to expand on that. And apparently it's not just Boston. Chicago is mentioned. Really? Yeah. A lot of blue cities.
3: So we're, let's see, we've kicked out veterans out of hotels and mm-hmm. put uh, illegals in. We've kicked, uh, we've kicked uh, kids out of their school and put illegals in. Correct. And now airports. One of the... Typically one of the most highest security, uh, short of any other government building in our country. We're going to fill that with illegals as well.
2: And and you know what I say? Good. Good as long as these blue cities really get a taste of the medicine that is being shoved down their throats by their leader and champion, Joe Biden. And you know what? As much as this is going to make life difficult, there's going to be ramifications because of all the illegal immigrants coming on. How many Democrats will choose a secure border? Or will they just continue to go with the same old, same old? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And these are people that are going to have firsthand knowledge, firsthand uh, having to deal with it and how it impacts their lives. And, but they'll still, in many cases, you know, in most cases, still continue to pull the lever for the D. This is like they... You ever heard the term, they can't help themselves? Yeah. Yeah. They literally can't help themselves. And if you're looking for the Democrat Party to help you, you're going to be found waiting and wanting for a long time. Hmm. Yes. Until you're nothing but skeletal remains. Ooh. You ever seen that one? (laughs) Something (laughs) like, you know... Me just sitting here waiting to figure out women, and it's a picture of a skeleton. (laughs)
3: Exactly. It is amazing, though. I mean, seriously, people on the left, Democrats, I mean, we know that there are those who drink the Kool-Aid, and they just don't believe anything, and they just think we're all bad and we're crazy. But there are those that have to, you know, look at what goes on in our country. They look at our economy. They look at Joe Biden, and somehow, it doesn't matter how much they know that phrase you use, they can't help themselves, is so accurate because they they keep doing it. It's like the people that vote for, you know, people on the commission in Gainesville or Alachua County. They know how bad things are in some areas, but they keep putting the same people in year after year, or the same kind of people.
2: Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia. There's three right off the top of my head examples yeah, of, absolutely. you've allowed Democrat leadership to put those cities in the kind of shape they're in, yep. but yet, after all of that, in other words, they've had more than the benefit of the doubt. You've pushed the lever for them all these times, and yet, not only is life not improved, it is in most cases, gotten drastically worse, yeah. both economically and certainly from a safety perspective. But are the Democrats going to do anything about it? No. 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 No, they're not. But, yeah, and because. Why, why should they? They've already got your vote. Look, mm-hmm. they knew... When they could push Joe Biden over the top, however they did do it, Right. however, they knew once they could do that, that they could get him elected over yeah. a sitting popular president who received, by the way, more vo- votes than any other sitting president previous, but it wasn't enough to overcome Joe Biden and his just juggernaut, flamethrowing, hot, crazy, wild campaign that he ran... Uh, bob, from his basement yeah he he, he ver- very rarely showed up anymore uh, smoking flamethrowing
3: well the only the only thing close to flamethrowing might have been the nine cars that were at the rally
2: that, they were uh, chanting usa this guy's like captain america um, joe biden i
3: i must have missed that audio I,
2: man he would drop I... to the floor and give 21 hour push-ups to show everybody no, no, i'm bob, ready bob he fell oh Oh, see, you just misunderstood Oops. what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, you were so, yeah, you, know, you were so close. You were so close. West Virginia conservatives seek to close primaries after voters cross parties in New Hampshire, which they did, and it benefited Nikki Haley. Not enough, clearly not enough, but. West Virginia conservatives are looking to change their primary rules. More on that. Mm. And a whole bunch of other stuff coming your way. Don't go anywhere. It is 845, and you are tuned to The Bob Rose Show on 97.3 The Sky.
0: Dana Lash. Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The
1: Dana Show. Sitting
0: online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now,
1: nights, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky.
2: Yeah, don't try to outwit me. Don't try to be more clever. Oh, never. never ever, ever. <laughs> I pity the fool.
3: <laughs> I pity the fool.
2: It's oh, 8.50, yeah. 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And 9 o'clock stretch is coming up in a little bit. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, the controversy over New Hampshire, the open primary system that they have there, it's not really clearly a fully open primary. There's a little confusion there. And I don't want to confuse you further. Let's just say that You can register to vote in a Republican primary, very close to the primary. In fact, if you're not registered with either Republican or Democrat affiliation, you could actually show up on the day of voting and and vote. Mm -hmm. So what happened was, even though Trump got 7 out of 10 votes that were actually true like Republican votes, Trump got 7 out of 10, Mm -hmm. 70% to 30%. Based on that, Nikki Haley has nowhere to go. Unless she thinks she can continually expand on um, the, the so-called moderate base, okay? And then beyond that, you'd have to start pulling in independents, okay, and Democrats. That If that's her game plan to get her through the primary season, first of all, it's not going to work. And then when it comes to the general a lot of those people are going to evaporate because they only did it to punish Trump. Mm -hmm. And the reason I know this is because several of them said exactly that when interviewed, uh, coming out of polling places, specifically by CNN. In other words, CNN, what value would they derive by putting people on the air that said, you know, hey, who'd you vote for? Mm -hmm. I voted for Nikki Haley. Oh, do you plan on voting for her in the general? Oh, no. No, I, I'm voting for Biden. They revealed so, what was going so, on. So why did you vote Come in the primary? On. And they admitted it. Oh, oh to try to get rid of Trump. Wow. Yeah.
3: And CNN is no friend to Trump.
2: No. So that I just thought that That's was amazing. really interesting that they're like, oh, we're not even going to hide it. Well, West Virginia is seeking to uh, kind of close their open primary system down. Unaffiliated voters, in the case of New Hampshire, made up slightly less than half the uh, the electorate. I'm sorry, 47%. In other words, there's more people in New Hampshire that are unaffiliated than actually belong to either party. So I guess maybe that's part of the deal. They can play that kind of Hmm. game. But they're trying to not do that in uh, West Virginia. We'll see if they're successful on that.
3: I love when the left are really stupid and don't realize it. When they do something like that and just... Which <laughs> is every day. Well, well, yeah, they just just, constantly. Don't, they just don't know it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet skylines and touch base with Lars from Mars. Good morning.
5: Good morning, Bob. You know, Nikki Haley has been claiming all along that she's the only candidate that can beat Biden. She thinks Donald Trump can't pick up enough votes, but she can. But when you need Democrats to help you in a primary... You're already a weak candidate. What the heck is going on with her? What's her?
6: Hmm.
5: Uh, I'm wondering if it's the globalism or it's the money that's rolling in that she's pocketing for hmm. maybe a run in 28. Thank you very much.
2: Well, if you're – look, she was much more conservative, it appeared, to me anyway. And I think Tim Scott would agree with this. I think he actually said it, Senator Tim Scott. the Nikki Haley, as a governor of South Carolina, truly was following – Conservative principles.
6: Uh-huh.
2: She was, in other words, a good conservative, a, a rising star in the GOP as a conservative. Right. But to win primaries, she had to kind of modify her stance a little bit to try to get those so-called moderates right. and the Trump haters, etc. So it just goes to show you, yeah, she would sell out her values, if indeed she even really possessed true conservative values, she would sell those out. To win an election, so if you take that a step further, what would she be like if she were to win the presidency? When she go, out, she'll go out of wow. her way now, right, to uh, to sell out her principles, if you will, mm-hmm. to gain power. What else would she sell out to gain power, money, influence, whatever? Who could be an influencer? That's the scary part. Well, she's Who already tied now to yeah. big money yeah. Democrats and moderates and Trump haters. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to bode well for you in your political future. I see there's still a percentage of the, the grand old party that they're the old school entrenched class. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that that part of the Republican Party is continually shrinking and has less influence every day uh, over the party. The exact opposite happening in the Democrat Party, yeah, where where the you know the lunatic fringe continues to expand and and gain uh, strength. Or power, anyway,
3: yeah. The longer she goes down this road attacking Trump, attacking Trump supporters, attacking Trump voters, the longer she keeps harping on this whole senior, 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 you know, two uh, eligible people for the presidency, they're both 80, I I think the longer she goes down this road, it's going to be harder for her to come back at some point. I know we see this in in politics. I get it. But the farther she goes and the longer it takes, it's going to be harder to come back and show support.
2: Yeah, and I don't like her mentioning the Trump age thing disparaging because what that does is that actually provides some cover for Joe Biden when she says, oh, they're both too old, they're both too old, they're both too old. Mm -hmm. Um, No, you're providing cover for Biden. So they're saying, oh, yeah, everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, Trump's old, too. But there's nothing alike about the two of them. Exactly. Uh, and, 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 And she knows that. Yes.
3: Absolutely, but are you also going to alienate senior voters when you start kind of blasting people that are eighty? I mean, they may not like that.
2: Yeah, and she mentioned, uh, you know, having like a uh, you know a fitness, uh, mental fitness type test. You know, if you're over seventy-five in a candidate or something like that. Yeah. Uh, why not? Why wouldn't you give it to all of them? We'll talk about
1: that next. Missed information, whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. We are going to have the largest
4: deportation
1: effort in the history of our country. Every candidate.
0: That's the sound of a two-person race. I said we'd invest
1: in all of America. Your election headquarters. We're leading by so much. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
2: Good morning, and welcome to the fourth and final hour of the Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy as we begin to stretch. Uh, Feel better? Gotta stretch, some, stretch those latissimus dorsi, your Ooh. lats. Wow. Yeah, brother. Look at you in the big Pump it
3: Man. Yeah.
2: Uh, welcome, my friends. 907 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is as always, yes, one of your top stories, border war showdown, U.S. versus Texas. And that battle is continuing. And uh, Governor Abbott is, you know, giving no quarter and not backing down at all. We'll see Love it. Uh, how this goes. Now, here's, this cracks me up. I got to sit in a very small audience and hear James Carville speak. Mm-hmm. This is going back 25, wow. 30, between 25 and 30 years. Okay. So he's speaking to a group. We're like promotion and marketing directors of a big broadcast company.
3: Okay.
2: And we're in San Antonio, and he's the guest speaker. Cool. He was good. He oh. was very compelling. Look, no politically, uh, not on the same side as him at all, but but interesting guy. He has a way with words. He right. was a good storyteller. Yeah. He said, people ask me why I defended Bill Clinton. Right. And he says, I'll I'll tell you this. You want to know why? Everybody's like, waiting. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why would you? He said, because we're friends. Wow. And the way he said it. Interesting. And the pause there, it was kind of like, so even if you do something wrong, Mm -hmm. as a friend, James Carville will still have your back. That does say a lot. Yeah. About him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not defending at all, you know, Clinton's actions in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) No, I just thought it was interesting, and he was just an interesting guy. And he seemed pretty normal on that day. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could tell there's a personality, part of his personality. Gets, you know, can get a little worked up and stuff, but not over the top that day. Right, but however, have we not all seen him? and heard him on many occasions where, for lack of a better term, (laughs) he appears to be at least somewhat unhinged. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that really is a term that could apply. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what's interesting. Okay. James Carville said on Wednesday on MSNBC, shocker, where they literally will say anything, that completely unhinged former President Donald Trump could win the presidential election because (laughs) the media was normalizing him. So it's funny from the get-go. James Carville is referring to another person as unhinged. Uh Uh-huh. That's uh, which irony number one is funny. Yeah. And then he says that, you know, Trump could win the presidential election because the media was normalizing him. I I would like to know Uh what media is he referring to? Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, Fox News, that's not the media. No, that's a network. It's a small percentage. The overall media, we've already determined through so many different studies that have been done, questionnaires, all this, that over 90% of the media uh, tilts to the left. Oh,
3: yeah, absolutely. And
2: some to the far left. Oh, yeah. There's no real centrist and certainly very limited... um, right of center. No. And you take away Talk Radio, you take away Fox, and Newsmax and some of the other ones. That that's a, it's a sliver compared to MSNBC's, well, MSNBC and CNN aren't great in f- as far as measuring a large audience. But ABC, CBS, yes. NBC overall, yeah,
3: absolutely. But how could he say that with a straight face? I mean, cuz he okay, I think in my my brain just answered the question. Because he's he's brilliant and he's he's a creative person when it comes to politics. Because there's no way he believes it. No way. Absolutely.
2: He said, "I, I would start." Trump said, "This is not typical," referring to uh, you know the election issues. Okay. He's exactly right. This is not a typical election, and there is a massive effort to normalize this. Hmm. Now, Trump is defining what most americans are worried about and concerned about right the border and border security the economy energy independence education these are all these are the things that people care about that talk about that affect most americans regardless of income level right so when you say you're normalizing donald trump what you're saying is, otherwise he wouldn't be considered normal. In other words, Hmm. wanting secure borders now, in the mind of James Carville, it would appear, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it sounds like advocating for a secure border is not normal. Advocating for a strong economy is not normal. Fighting against the Chinese when it comes to uh, trade and other issues and situations related to that is not normal. I mean, it sounds like the Democrats are almost like they're they're very defeatist. In other words, lay down, don't patrol the border, let the people come in, lay down for China, let them have their way with us. They've already cornered the EV market. Let's even push more mandates for electric cars and other things. Recently, they waived the rule that the infrastructure for charging stations had to be American to get the benefit of all these tax dollars that they've already earmarked for it, for building infrastructure and charging stations, right? They waived the requirements for it to be American. Now, why would Pete Buttigieg do that? It was the Department of Transportation, and of course, you know, Biden's allowing for it. Biden literally went out of his way to allow the waiver to go through. In other words, House and Senate presented him with a bill, that said you cannot get a waiver because we passed this bill specifically with the understanding that this was going to be money earmarked for Americans and American companies. Mm -hmm. Trump vetoed it. This was bipartisan. This is not not just Republicans, although Marco Rubio did uh, initially author that bill. And all the bill did was go back to what they had passed, which is, you, no, you're not going to allow foreign entities to grab a hold of this money. This is going to be America. America first. And Joe Biden vetoed it, went out of his way. How do you justify that? How do you explain? You can't. Well, you...
3: Nobody, nobody calls him out, oh, pretty much. Uh,
2: okay, so Peter Ducey in a would, press yeah. conference will try. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the uh, surrogate there. Uh, is you... Look, when you have Corinne Jean-Pierre
6: uh-huh.
3: as your
2: spokesperson, yeah. it tells you something about Biden's inability to know what's going on and to articulate it properly. When Good point. When When his surrogate, his advocate, his mm. spokesperson is so unprepared ill prepared just really not that good right uh, at her job and that's the person that's your they're speaking for you in other words if i was the president i'd say okay i uh, appreciate your effort step <laughs> aside though let me do it my way let me thoroughly explain it so when people ask me a question they're going to leave going wow Wow, I wasn't expecting that. That guy had his ducks in a row. He had an answer for it. Trump would do something like that. Exactly. He would. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, so James Carville wow. calling another man completely unhinged. <laughs> That's got to be a compliment. It really yes. has to be. Well, yeah, it's coming for the best. And then Pelosi, of all people. Oh, no. Pelosi, of all people, yeah. saying that Trump has a cognitive disorder pelosi really mm-hmm. yeah okay have said <laughs> maybe they were you know washing her hair uh when you know uh-huh. when covid had everybody restricted and she had to go out and get her hair done yeah maybe they held her underwater a little too long are
3: those chemicals they'll soak in your scalp they'll,
2: yeah they'll that's what i'm your, thinking
3: they'll affect your brain yeah yeah
2: no well, plus living in san francisco too well, help how's that 916 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, 30 minutes away from things that make you smile, and a few hours away from the weekend. Happy Thursday, 97.3
1: The Sky. He brings the brutal truth. They're trying the left to destroy Israel. Mark Levin. Hamas's attack. Blinken saw it as an opportunity as they protect the Iranian regime. 6 o'clock on 97.3 The Sky.
2: Don't you wish that guy Levin had a little passion? I know. What you know? He's such a wallflower. He's, yeah. he's so milquetoast. Yeah.
3: yeah. You don't ever know what he's thinking.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, good stuff, my friends. Good uh. stuff. Happy Thursday, almost Friday. It is uh, 921 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, the border. War. The U.S. versus Texas that continues uh, so far. Governor Abbott not giving up an inch. Some Dems are calling for the federalities to take over the National Guard from Texas. I mean, these people are going a little bit out of their way. They're so concerned the federal government, under the direction of Joe Biden, so concerned that a state would have the moxie to defend their own borders. Why, how dare they? Mm -hmm. It's not the people on the ground, the Border Patrol uh, folks, Love local law enforcement and Texas law enforcement and vice versa. These are the folks on the ground. They all have dirty, tough jobs. They respect each other. This is all drummed up from on high, like most problems are, right? Yeah. So we'll see how this tit-for-tat thing continues. We'll deal with that. Yeah. Um, Also, yeah, I mentioned this before the break. Trump has a cognitive disorder. Who says this? Well, when it comes to somebody who (laughs) can figure out whether you're emotionally sound, whether or not you're, you know, in good cognitive shape, Uh you know, Mm -hmm. critical thinking. Oh, yeah, genius. Go no further than uh, Representative Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Nancy knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's even smarter after... You know, eating a $36 uh, carton of ice cream. You know what I mean?
6: Yeah.
2: She said this. She really did. She said that President Trump has a cognitive disorder. At a campaign rally, Trump said, Nikki Haley, you know, they did you know, they destroyed all the information, all the evidence, everything deleted and destroyed all of it because of a lot of things like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people, soldiers, National Guard, whatever they want. They turned it down. Pelosi said, first of all, he has a cognitive disorder. It wasn't that he just had a slip of the tongue of using a name one time or another. Anybody could do that. But he was making a case, but really more dangerous than uh, getting us mixed up. More dangerous uh, was his charge that we were not accepting his troops. We begged him for hours and hours. Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi... Uh, to send the National Guard and he wouldn't do it. So this all stems from Trump mistakenly when he was trying to bash Nancy Pelosi, he said Nikki Haley. Well, you're in a campaign against Nikki Haley. One could understand, since you've been utilizing that name on a campaign trail for quite some time now, where yet yeah, Nikki Haley might be on your mind. Absolutely. But he meant he meant Nancy Pelosi and and he was talking about the January 6th thing destroying evidence all of that yeah oh that's it, true by the way so it, where's the, what's this cognitive disorder uh, okay all right oh, he 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 mistook Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi look i can tell you i've been doing talk radio for 25 years i've been doing radio for for longer than that 112 if you talk enough yes You're going to make mistakes. You're going to get tongue-tied. You're going to substitute. It happens all the time. Luckily, I've got Greg right here. And if it's, you know, egregious and he knows, like, oh, no, that was a mistake, he'll usually correct it right then. But we've all done that. How many times have you been telling a story about something, some event or whatever, and you mess up one of the things, and somebody you're telling the story to goes, you mean... You mean so? Oh yeah, 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 Everybody yeah. I'm sorry, yes, I didn't say yes. that. No, right. no. Okay, and then you move on. Yeah. But the fact is, Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to deal with the, the issue head on. My understanding is there's documentation that shows that Trump begged them uh, to utilize the National Guard. My understanding of the law is that is Nancy Pelosi's call. Yes. As as speaker of then Speaker of mm-hmm. the House. Yeah. All right. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Chris, you're on the air.
5: Yeah, uh, you were talking about how Carville normalizing Trump. I think he's defining. Let's remember, he ran uh, Clinton as a centrist and uh, gave him talking points that appealed to normal Americans. Mm. I think that's what he was trying to say. You know, here's this guy, because let's face it, Clinton was pretty unhinged, (laughs) you know, if you really look at him. And he he was able to normalize everybody does it, you know. I mean, everybody has affairs, this and that. And I think he's telling them, hey, you guys are so far left that even, you know, centrists and maybe even people lean a little left are pushing back and saying, well, at least Trump's on the right side of this, the right side of that. The left's starting to feel the effects of of, uh, immigration in their, you know, in their um, towns and cities. And I think that's probably what he's trying to say. I mean, it's still deceitful.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that, but yeah, but the way he said it, he said the media is trying to normalize him.
3: And they're not. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I get where you're coming from. You're with me that the message that Trump has is the normal, secure borders, et cetera. Yeah. Justin, you're on the air.
5: Good morning, fellas.
4: Um, I don't think Trump made a mistake uh, when he called her Nancy Pelosi, because at the end of the day, they're working for the same team. And that's why I think he said it, because United Nations, I don't know if people know this or not, but Joe Biden signed an executive order on the next pandemic. Kind of funny how they're planning for the next one. That United Nations is to take over and and manage the crisis instead of our own government. That's dangerous. Thank you, guys.
2: Yeah, you got to you got to get a treaty through through Congress. He he can say he agrees, but right. it's it's not done and it won't be done. I don't think Great Britain's dealing with the exact th- same yep. thing. They're trying to sneak it through as we speak. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skyline's Roy, you're on the air.
7: Well, I'm like the previous guy, Pelosi, and and. Um uh, I can't even think of her name because she's a Pelosi jr
2: Nick, Nikki Haley <laughs> yeah haley
7: yeah like I just said you know she's Pelosi jr she's gotta follow in
2: up oh, I yeah. didn't cut you off so did i yeah i i I know Trump was referring To Nancy Pelosi because he described her because he talked about all of the evidence they destroyed all of that they deleted and destroyed it Uh, he said Nikki Haley's in charge of security he knows it's Nancy Pelosi was was in charge of security for the Capitol that day and she's the one that refused uh, to deploy more National Guard and stuff like that she's turning around and trying to blame Trump nice try Uh, and it's hard to defend yourself when they've destroyed the evidence that supports your claims That's what they've done. Like a terabyte and a half worth of information destroyed up in smoke. 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. Start thinking about some upbeat thoughts while you're listening to 97.3,
1: The Sky. Here's what's trending now. On the sky. said,
4: wow, she's doing... Uh, New Hampshire. Make like a speech like she won. Is first in the nation. Not the
1: last. She didn't win. She lost. The news that's trending. The Biden border crisis is an absolute humanitarian disaster. The news that's now. The mother of all omnibuses. Without any addressing of the border. The news station. Airlines are losing confidence in Boeing. The 737 MAX 9 was grounded. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The sky.
6: Viciously held
1: hostage by Hamas. The threat we face from China. Russia alone stands in the way of peace. You need the sky. Just download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. That's where I get my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky.
2: 9.37 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy here as well. Morning, Greg. Good morning. All right. Man, we've covered a lot today, Uh and we're still going to try to cover more. Top story, border war, U.S. versus Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Mm -mm. God bless Texas. God bless Governor Abbott. Yes. uh, Standing strong. And like I said, all these folks on the ground, they all get along. ICE, uh, Border Patrol. Oh, yeah. uh, All the law enforcement from Texas. Everybody gets along. They've got each other's backs. Totally. It's when... You know, you get these orders from on high that tries to create, tries to create problems and issues. Basically, I mean, those politicians getting involved in that. absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, we talked about this WHO, the World Health Organization. I, I had this story. I think it was Monday about them uh, putting together a treaty mm. to where if we have another pandemic, and yeah, that's how I said it. <laughs> you did. This one's going to be 20 times stronger, and we need to give our medical sovereignty over to the World Health Organization because they know what's best for everyone in the world Mm. from a health perspective, really. Well, that's their name, Bob. They completely destroyed their credibility in the last go-around with COVID. Yeah. And yet they want more power. Mm. The British government, it looks like they might be caving in. The Prime Minister there, Sunak, he's expressed his commitment oh, why? to the globalist project of crafting an international pandemic treaty by the World Health Organization. It was buried in a national statement delivered at the WHO's executive board in Geneva this week. The British government threw its support behind a push by w- the WHO director general. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, the pandemic... Treaty. Now you've got Britons that have you know signed petitions, 156,000 at least. Remember, a lot of people haven't even heard of this yet, right? And they, and they said we don't want the government to commit to signing any international treaty on pandemic prevention and preparedness established by the WHO unless it's approved through a public referendum. In this country, the top-down approach to COVID-19 from the centralized test and trace system to food parcels for the isolated did not work. What worked best was people taking responsibility for themselves and their neighbors, local government working with civil society, medical leaders exercising their judgment, not government, and public servants at the local level working uh, flexibly and with initiative. What worked was not central control, decisions being taken as close to possible as the people that they affected. So you're going in the exact opposite direction if you're going to give all these powers to the Mm -hmm. World Health Organization. I mean, we're talking about distribution of medicines. World distribution of medicines being controlled by the WHO, not by individual markets, not by individual governments. That's that is frightening. And it, it looks like the British government may be caving into that. The citizens are outraged, but is it enough to make a difference at this point? And then there's the case of Nikki Lake and the Arizona uh, GOP chairman, Jeff DeWitt. Kerry? What did I say? Nikki. Nikki Lake? Uh huh. I did exactly so what you, the president you, you did.
3: did a, you did a Donald Trump. Yes, I did. Look at that.
2: All right, yeah, and I'm proud of it,
4: and you're in good company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's go to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Nostradamus, you're on.
4: Yeah, you're talking about the the whole pandemic deal. Uh, you remember when Nicky Fauci? I mean, uh, <laughs> Anthony told us, well done. That, you know, he was he lied to all of us, yeah, and, and and told us that you know we first we didn't have to worry about it when it, when the first COVID pandemic was coming, then he told us we had to wear seven masks and everything. But I heard now I can't remember where I heard, uh, heard this. I heard they've already got the vaccine for this new pandemic uh, COVID X or whatever it is. I've heard they've already got a vaccine for it. So stuff's been planned. I called you back in 2020 or 2021 summer. And I told you about John Hopkins university had a, tabletop exercise-type deal called Spars Pandemic of 2025 to 2028. And you can look it up. Uh, it's a, it's a PDF, it's in a PDF form. Uh, so, you know, there, it was 2025, so this kind of coincides with, with what's going on right now. Will there be one? Well, like I said back then, uh, when the first COVID came around, I said they can get rid of it whenever they get a new boogeyman, and they did when Putin attacked uh, Ukraine. They stopped the pandemic pandemic, and then now they could bring it back again. That looks like they what they may be doing, but it 's kind of strange if it if it 's true that they 've already got a a, a the vaccine for the new pandemic you know and, and we saw what they did last time, so we 'll see what they do this time
2: well i mean think about it if if there is a um, an effort in that direction and why wouldn't we believe it now after what we've learned from COVID despite being lied to constantly about the whole thing but if you're going to use something as a a weapon it would behoove you to have the antidote right? you'd want the antidote did they have that in the vaccine with COVID because they seem like they came up with it several companies in pretty short order do they already have something that will be quote unquote, the vaccine answer to disease X? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. That gets into, you know that that gets into 3D chess there, and it gets a little deep in the game. So let's just let's just go with what we know. We know the WHO initially spread propaganda from Beijing falsely maintaining that there was no evidence of human to human transmission of the virus which further delayed the global response so and and then they lied to us over and over again yeah so yeah. let's stick with what we definitely know which is the WHO doesn't have enough credibility to be trusted with their existing level of power and authority no you know. do not want to give them more and then scratch your head and wonder what went wrong. Yeah. Yeah, uh, real quick on the Kerry uh, Lake. Apparently, there is a audio recording where the Arizona Republican Party chair, who just recently stepped down, Jeff DeWitt, basically said that she needs to get out of the race when she was running... For senator of Arizona. And uh, uh, things like, yeah, very powerful people are involved, stuff like that. I mean, apparently from what bits and pieces have, that have been released, mm-hmm. it doesn't paint a very good picture for this guy. And he's he's denying it. But there's a recording. But There's a recording, okay. and then he doesn't want any more released because he's not sure what he what he did or didn't say he said i'm truly unsure of its contents yeah i've decided not to take that risk so uh, the people you know the lake uh, folks the carry lake folks they said uh, you need to step down or we're going to release the whole thing so he decided to step down <laughs> so is there even more fire with that smoke probably uh, yeah. powerful people yeah. do not want Give lake a- to run a- awesome uh-huh yeah this guy was the chairman of the Arizona GOP. Hmm. So the people with the money, the powerful people, yeah, calling the shots, and there's audio hmm. of that. But I don't remember what I really said. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then he tried to yeah. say something about transparency. Oh, yeah, whatever I said, you had a transparent. But then...
3: But the conversation didn't happen. Well, right.
2: Right. That's it. That's the line. That's yeah. It. He says on tape, yeah. this conversation never happened. But we're, tra- we're Which transparent. Which is interesting when people. you actually hear that, like on playback. Yeah. You're like, this conversation never happened. No, it did. I heard it. Of course it and did. And then you play it again. Yeah. And then they tell you again it didn't <laughs> happen. It didn't happen twice. All right, folks. We all need a break. We need to focus on some good things. We call that. Things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Count your blessings kind of a thing. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now. 877-975-9825. Things that make you smile is next on 97.3 The Sky. Dana
1: Lash. 10 p.m.
0: nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter. And I'm dissatisfied with what I see. My subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American.
1: On 97.3 The Sky. Tell me.
2: Make me smile like Greg does every morning, and I not. I appreciate that. It is nine fifty-two. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Time to call with things that make you smile. It be positive thoughts. Count your blessings. We need that. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. 877-975-9825. And Uncle Mike, what's making you smile?
5: What's making me smile is the barter system is still well alive and uh, my golf teacher, he helps me out and I'm going to his house to help him out with some electrical problems at his house and it just makes me smile. God bless, you know, nice. the barter system.
2: Yeah, there you go. Helping S- each other out. Spank that small white orb. There you go. Straight and far, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a tough game. Yeah. Uh, you know what's making me smile? What's that? A guy sees an ad about going to this state park where, you know, people have found diamonds in the past. Yeah. But a lot of people have visited. That's what it, Yeah, And they've only sure. pulled out a few diamonds. Well, this guy was visiting for what, Paris? And he heard about the place and he said, I got to go there. <laughs> Arkansas Crater of Diamonds State Park. So he visited. He even bought a little kit there at the park where you yeah. can like look for diamonds. Sure. Well, he found one. Yeah. Did I mention it was seven carats?
3: Nice. Seven
2: and so almost seven and a half. Seven point four six carats. That's awesome. Yeah, not carrots. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they measure it like that. But anyway, he's nice. gonna make Spellable. two he thinks he can make two diamonds out of it. Nice. And uh, he wants to give them to family members, which I think is great. Oh. Now I saw a picture of it. It kinda oh. looks like uh discolored large raisin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I wouldn't have said that's a diamond, but apparently it's, what do they call it, a chocolate Chocolate, diamond? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You imagine you give that to your woman? I mean, that's two. Two. Two gifts in one. Chocolate and diamond. Yeah. That's a win win. That's a score, brother. Ah, brother. Good for
3: him. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, that makes me smile. Yeah. Thanks to Robin Larson for sponsoring things that make you smile. And don't go away. Coming up next, the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR.
1: Make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for a Haley.
4: I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated.
1: Sleepy Joe. I'm
4: proud you have
1: my back. Let me just say I'm honored. Have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
2: Time now for The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. A 4.5 magnitude earthquake hit Southern California Wednesday night. According to uh, experts, it happened in the uh, San Bernardino area. No current damage has been reported out of the epicenter there, which serves as home to Lake Arrowhead and Big Bear. People immediately took to social media, though, to reflect on the one natural disaster that Californians still have to face. But... Was it an earthquake or was it the lefties stomping their little temper feet after Trump's big win in New Hampshire? <laughs> Let me see. Was that a four point five magnitude? Yeah, uh, magnitude. That is your smoking gun. Yep. The smoking gun is brought to you by lawful defense and shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your family.